Cosmos holds countless items, countless artifacts protected by countless dangers. Some change the very fabric of reality. Some bestow untold riches upon their recipients. And some... And some would look great on my dashboard, like this tiny hula girl. Just as soon as this... Dead blasted skill crane coughs it up already. Uh, you have any idea how much money I've put into. Ah, uh, never mind. Foiled again. Anyway, speaking of enticing treasures, what was the age old secret of the Falworth crystal dragged from its resting place on the bottom of the Mindanao Deep? Older than time itself. Its history shrouded in ancient mystery. What incredible powers did it hold? Tane Whitley, young explorer and archaeologist, found an answer. An answer no sane man would believe. An answer that would enslave him forever! We begin in the Falworth Museum in New York City, in the office of the Curator. I got your call, Mr. Dillon. What's up? Uh, this, Tane. You're probably the foremost expert at deciphering ancient markings and hieroglyphics. I want you to take a look at this. It's a peculiar looking thing. What is it? A carved crystal brought up from the bottom of the Mindanao Deep. From the depth of 35,000 feet, the deepest hole known to man. I think it may be a remnant of a civilization older than any we know of. Ugh, it gives me the creeps. Just holding it makes me feel the chill of those awful depths. It... it has an eerie quality. I know, I felt it too. I want you to take it and see if you can get a clue as to the meaning of these markings. I wouldn't miss a chance at deciphering it for anything, but... But that chill feeling persists. It's almost like a warning. <laughs> Nonsense. We're probably both working our imaginations over time. Take it and call me if anything develops. That night, Tane spends hours studying the crystal in search of a clue to the meanings of the strange marks. Ugh, I'm getting groggy. Five hours is too much. I'd better turn it in. Whoa! Whew. I got it. If that thing shattered, I'd never be able to face Dylan again. Blasted pitcher. I've cut my hand. Well, I saved the crystal. That's the main thing. But, but what's happening to it? That glow. It, it's growing. I'm, I'm being sucked into it. I, I can't move. Ah. Oh. 
world through the vortex of spinning lights and roaring sound. Tane loses consciousness to awaken in a strange world. The legend, the legend, by the hounds of Ishak, it has come true, he is here! Oh, where am I? What happened? It is as foretold, Banthu is saved! Your coming has been waited these thousands of years. At last we shall be free of the cruel yoke of the monster god of Rogor. Come, the high priestess awaits! I... I must be dreaming. This can't be. Welcome, stranger from the unknown. I am glad you have come. So... so am I now that I've seen you. Look, look! The dogs of Rogor! They must know of your coming! They attack! To the defense! They would capture Meryl and the stranger! The spawn of Rogor must not break through! Take the defilers of Rogor to the dais. Ah! Help! A fine mess I've gotten myself into. If only I knew what it was about. Back to the temples. Once again, Rogor the Invincible conquers. At the temple of the monster god, the two captives are thrown into a dungeon. In dog, in defiler. Bye, Lasha. Eater of hearts, you will regret this. The priests of Rogar have gone too far. Think you so? Then why does not the stranger help you? <laughs> Tell me. Tell me before I lose my mind. Where am I? What is this all about? You are in Banthu, country of Mu. For centuries we have been under the heel of Rogar. But it was predicted that a stranger would appear who would free us. But, but how did I get here? What brought me here? I do not know. The fates, perhaps. As we prayed for deliverance, there was a flash, and you lay upon the altar in answer to our prayers. You must help us. I would if I could, but- Greetings, Meryl. I have come to look upon the savior of Banthu. Look well while you may, Sek, for you and all of Rogar are doomed! <laughs> I say the stranger is a fraud. As the sun rises on the morrow, both you and he will be given in to sacrifice. As the hours speed swiftly toward the dawn, Tane and Meryl strive to find a way out. I mean... I... guess that's what they're doing. Looks to me like they're busy sucking face, but what do I know? If only I knew the answer. If only I could help. It will come. I know. Take this ring and know whatever happens. I will always remember you. Come what may, I will fight for you and protect you till death itself. Tane! Oh, Tane! You do well to say goodbye, Priestess of Banthu, for your time has come. Take them! 
to the altars of Rogor with them. Quickly! Have courage, Tane! You will conquer! I know it! I wish I could be as sure as you. Dragged before the grim and evil altar of the monster god, Tane and Meryl are separated. Wait. I'm not sure how to tell you this, but your monster god is a statue. Take the girl and tie her, so she may see the great Rogar! Now! Now, Tane! You must save us! You must! You must! But Rogor is a statue, with a crystal resting in its hand, and, and nobody's listening. Perfect. No! They will see their savior devoured by the hungry jaws of Rogor! I've got to do something. I must save Meryl. Just wish this blasted prophecy came with an instruction manual. Bring him forth, and let us watch the great Rogar destroy him. It's now or never. <laughs> let go of me, you black snakes. You'll not take me without a fight. Now come in. That idol. Those claws. The same crystals. In the Rogar statue's hand. I know the answer. Take him! Cut him down! A moment more. A moment more. That's all I ask and Rogor is done for. <laughs> Look back, you black dogs. Get him. He's bleeding on Rogor himself. He commits sacrilege. Death to the spawn of Toad. This must be the answer. It must. The blood upon the crystal surface activates their power. Look! Look! The crystals of Rogor! Get back! Stop him! Stop him! Quick, we are doomed! From the crystals stream mystic tongues of flame. The whole world spins as the monster god Rogor shatters into a thousand pieces. Seconds later, the altars of Rogor are a scene of desolation. Only Meryl and Tane are alive, which is a shame because they had quite the crowd a moment ago. The legend has come true. We are free. Rogar is no more. Same can be said for all the cultists and bystanders. Tane, I'll always remember. I'll remember always. Meryl. Meryl, I can't reach you. I can't reach you. <gasps> oh, oh, what a dream. I must have knocked myself out. And look at the crystal. How will I face Dylan? But that girl, she seemed so real. I could have sworn the whole thing was a dream, but the ring Meryl gave me, I have it on. These cuts, it happened. 
it was real. That's a strange story, Tane. Are you sure you didn't just imagine it all? You know... Does this ring look like imagination? These cuts? No, Dylan. It was real, all right. As real as us sitting here now. Well, my boy, what do you intend to do about it? No one will ever believe you, you know. Perhaps. But I'm going to spend the rest of my life looking for another crystal. Someday, somehow, I'll get back to Meryl. She's waiting. I know it. And we wish him luck, because speaking from experience, it's incredibly difficult to find ancient crystals with glyphs that transport you to any planet at all, let alone that one in particular. But do you know what else is easier to find? Arcades with skill cranes! In hardware stores with very large hammers. Oh yes, that dashboard hula girl will be mine soon enough. So kids, I think it's safe to say we've learned a valuable lesson here on the dangers of coveting items and worshiping giant statues and out with strange people from other dimensions. Be sure to tune in next time to this very same frequency for more spine-tingling thrills throughout space, time, and what's left of this arcade when I'm done with it. Place is a total rip-off, swear. You've been listening to The Monster God of Rogor, adapted by David Ellis and performed by the Akadekogonagon Theatre Works. Directed by Thomas DJ with sound design by Chris Honeywell. This audio play was based on the story featured in the youthful magazine's comic, Captain Science No. 1, published in 1950, with art by Wally Wood, and is in the public domain. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at comicbookplus.com. Please visit and support them. Please follow us on Twitter at Akadekagonagon, join our Facebook group, and visit us at atw.ninja for news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night! Solipsism. It works for me.